Now, the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show continues on Charleston's Big Talker, 1250 WTMA. Welcome back, folks, as the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show continues here on the Big Talker, 1250 WTMA and WTMA.com. Right before we left, I had mentioned that there are some folks out there that are saying we might be seeing somewhere around 6% interest rates by the end of the year. And, and I and I help if you're just joining the show, I kind of ran through some financial scenarios based on current interest rates and current pricing and and the overall payment that people would make to buy homes in this area and then how that is such a large percentage of their overall income, which is the big issue, right? The big issue in our market right now is affordability. People wouldn't have as much of an issue of selling their home and buying another if interest rates and real estate prices were so high because people are buying based on what they can afford, or at least they should be shopping based on payments, right? A percentage of their income. Can they afford it? Can they sustain that payment over time? And so you, you know, you go online and you look for all of this information on, you know, where are we going to be in this market three months from now, six months from now, what is next year going to look like? And it's a very tricky, tricky game to play. Um, there's a quote and I forget who said it, but timing the market's a fool's game. Maybe it was Warren Buffett. I'm not sure. Um, but timing this real estate market, given all of the factors that we have to consider, not just within the world of real estate itself, but the contributing factors that have put us in this position, because real estate is a lagging indicator of the economy. So we have to look at what's happening bigger picture we have to take into account the fact that you know we're we're coming up on an election year and there's a lot to be said for that so for anyone i think that says you know oh prices are definitely going to continue to go up or interest rates are definitely going to come down or definitely go up it's i i don't like using absolutes in my predictions in this market because there are too many variables we really haven't seen this type of a market before where prices are sustained, demand has sustained itself, and prices are, are, are through the roof, at least in comparison to what people are used to. And that's, I think, the big thing, right, is, is we've been used to driving 100 miles an hour down. The, this is kind of how I explain this market to a lot of people, and I think it makes sense. There, there's some stretches of Highway 26, Right, especially as you get past Somerville, right, you're 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 headed uh, west, where the average speed of traffic, like getting close to ninety five. I mean, it's like people are going 90, 95 miles an hour. If you're not going ninety miles an hour, you're going too slow. That's just that's kind of how it feels. That's the pace of traffic. Well, let's just say that we're getting used to traveling at that speed, and then a cop pulls on the highway, and now everybody's got to slow down and do the speed limit. You feel like you're going so slow. That's how a lot of people are feeling in this real estate market. And a lot of agents are really struggling because let's, let's just call it like it is. It wasn't that hard to sell real estate over the past few years. It really wasn't. There was so much demand that if you got the price anywhere close to being right and put it out there, you're going to have people fight over it. It's like those perfect moments when you're fishing and you have just found the spot as soon as the bait hits the water boom fish on that's what it was like selling real estate 
And what happens in that kind of environment is, well, a few things. Number one, a lot of people are like, oh, that's a great fishing spot. I'm going to start doing that, right? So you have a bunch of people enter the industry and they get a few deals done and they're like, this is pretty easy money. You know, this is not, this is not bad. Well, then the market shifts and they're like, I, I, don't even, I don't even know how to find clients. I was just working with the folks that said they wanted to buy that I knew. I don't know really anything about generating business or marketing myself or my company or, or finding the ready, willing, and able people that actually want to buy, sell, or invest. I certainly don't have the marketing prowess to differentiate myself from other seasoned agents, nor do I have the budget to do that. And so I'll just focus on, you know, hey, I'm available 24-7 and I'm a really nice guy and, and you know, call me and I'll do the best I can. I guess there's nothing wrong with that, but you as a seller need to be asking yourself, is that the best that I can do for myself? I owe myself the best. I This is an asset that likely represents the most amount of money you have, which is your equity, right? It's your most expensive asset. And little things can go right or wrong in the course of that transaction that equate to thousands and thousands or tens of thousands of dollars. And so, you know, I want to talk a little bit about what are some ways for you to sell your home for more money? I'm going to give you guys some really good tips here. So, um, you know, pay attention to these because these are things that I've learned over the course of a 17, almost 18 year career uh, and at about 1400 transactions here locally. And I want to give this to you as a way for you guys to better understand kind of the process, what some of your options are. I think this makes a lot of sense to a lot of people. Um, but you're always going to have those folks that just decide to work with a family friend or someone they know or a referral from someone else that, you know, blah, blah, blah. The choice is yours, of course. But my suggestion is to always interview, right? Don't just pick the first person that you talk to. You have to be able to compare what they're offering to something else to make an informed decision, in my opinion. So what are some ways of, of selling your home for more money? Right? How can we accomplish this realistically? Is this all just talk? Right? For, first of all, let me say this. If you're thinking about selling your house, give me a call and I'll walk you through our process. We'll share our flexible commission structure, some of our creative solutions. Whether you want to be on the market as a full-blown you know, traditional listing where we're marketing it to everybody in the world, maybe you want to do something off-market. Maybe you don't want a ton of showings, but you'd sell the home if someone made you an attractive offer. We've got a bunch of different solutions here. Uh, So feel free to reach out to me, 843-800-0065. That's 843-800-0065 or or go to our website, listingsincharleston.com. And there's a bunch of great resources on there for those that are thinking about selling their house. But let's get into this list. Um, I think the first one is is the, the prep, right? The process that you go through before the property hits the market. And, and, we did talk recently about interviewing a real estate agent. Go on YouTube and look for that video. I'm not going to get back into that today just for the sake of time. Uh, and, and I don't want to be repetitive here, but um, here's some things that you can do before this property goes on the market. And I think one thing that's really important to consider, if you've lived in your home for a number of years and your home's a little older, right? It's not a recently built home or a recently renovated home. I think a pre-listing inspection is where you make some of your money. And here's, here's the, the, the key on that. You work with the right real estate agent that's got the right budget, they'll pay for it, which is what we do, right? So you work with us, we'll provide you with a pre-listing inspection. On that inspection, 
you're going to identify all those things that the buyer is going to try and beat you up over once we get under contract. This is this is where a lot of buyers really have an opportunity to make some money back. Because in most instances, when a property hits the market, even now, even in this environment, even now that school is back in session, which is usually where we see a little bit of a lull, uh, people are just trying to get back into the swing of things, right? They're trying to get into the, the groove again. So typically they take just a little bit of a break from, from real estate um, and they just focus on, on, on family and things like that. Of course, that's not the entire market, but it's a good portion of it. But getting a pre-listing inspection is going to identify all of those things that those buyers are going to try and use against you in the form of negotiations. And like I was about to say, a lot of buyers, in order for you to accept their offer, are going to have to make a pretty good one, right? They're going to have to make a compelling offer. Now, if you're in a multiple offer situation, then you know you hope that that buyer gets kind of emotionally involved in the house and and thinks with their heart, not with their head, and just says, I want this house. I'm going to get this house here. Have someone beat that number. Obviously, as a seller, that's what you want, right? And and it takes some finesse and it takes experience to create that sense of urgency and that fear of loss in the mind of the buyer so that you as the seller benefit. But once they get that property under contract, there's this little thing called a due diligence period where they've got you know, let's call it 10 days, 14 days sometimes to inspect the property, research it, and then renegotiate in any way they see fit. They can ask for whatever they want or they can terminate the contract and pay you a termination fee. And depending upon the price of the house, it's somewhere between a hundred bucks and a few thousand bucks to, to just get out of the deal. So if we take on the responsibility of having an inspection and then we know how much it will cost to fix those things, we are not putting ourselves in a position where we're going to be taken advantage of by the buyer's contractor's quote, if that makes sense, right? We want to be able to control how much that repair is going to cost by using our own approved vendors, right, that we have been doing business with for a long time and might as well have someone on salary at this point, the amount of work we send to contractors. And if you are one, by the way, we need some backups because I know you guys are busy. Um, so reach out to me if you are uh, looking for some extra work. We've got plenty of it to go around. As, as that with the flips we do, with the properties we manage, there's there's a lot of opportunity there. So reach out to me if you're a contractor uh, and, and you've got some openness for work. But getting back to this initial point, if we have a contractor that looks at that inspection report, we can either choose to make the repairs or we can just get a quote that helps us understand, all right, well, yes, I know that there are some issues with some floor joists underneath the house and the crawl space. Um, we've got a quote for $2,500 to, to fix it. That buyer's contractor might come back with 5000 or 6000 or 8000 or, well, we don't just have to do that, but we also have to change the vapor barrier, install a sump pump, and blah, 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 blah. And there's all these add-ons that turn a $2,500 problem into a $12,000 problem. So you want to control that part of the process as best you can and then use that as a negotiating tool. There are some other things, obviously, like, um, you know, making some repairs that might prevent a certain buyer from getting a certain type of loan. Like if a buyer is going to get a VA loan, 
there can't be issues with your roof or broken windows or an HVAC system that doesn't work or plumbing or electrical issues. The appliances have to work. I mean, there's a, a long list of condition-based requirements in order to get a government-backed loan, like an FHA loan or a VA loan. Um, and it might make sense for you to make those repairs proactively to open up the pool of buyers that could purchase your home and get a mortgage, therefore creating a better scenario for multiple offers, which is going to drive that price up. One more thing that I'll say with regard to prep and, and staging, because we've, you know, we've got professional decorators and designers that can walk through your home and you know, by the end of the, the, the two hours or so, they've gotten a list. Uh, the homeowners have gotten a list of you know, every room. Here's what you can do. Here's what you should do. Here's what you should not do. And then they've got services to actually do the work for you, or you can do it yourself. It's pretty a la carte. Um, and that's worked wonders on, on some of our, our listings. But I think it's also important, and it, this ties into it, you don't have to just work on your curb appeal. You have to work with somebody, in my opinion, that understands online curb appeal. The way that that listing appears online, how attractive is that home in comparison to others? And not just the front photo, but the description, the photos of the listing itself. Are we just talking about features or are we explaining that house as part of a lifestyle, right? Let's talk about the fun things to do around it. Let's talk about neighborhood amenities. Let's talk about how close it is to this, that, and the other. Uh, we really have to give people an understanding of what it would be like to live in that house in that area because a lot of people that are moving here are not from here. So the more we can give them a glimpse into what life looks like in that home, the more it's viewed as a home rather than as just another real estate listing, if that makes sense. We're going to keep talking about some of these creative ways to sell your home for more money when we return right here on the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show on 1250 WTMA and WTMA.com. And remember, if you want to reach out to me, if you're thinking of selling your home, we've got a bunch of great incentives for you, flexible commission plans. We can go down to as low as 2%. So reach out to us, 843-800-0065. That's 843-800-0065. Or check us out online at listingsincharleston.com. That's listingsincharleston.com. Stick around. We'll be right back. It's the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show. Broadcast Saturday mornings at 9 and Sunday mornings at 10 on The Big Talker, 1250 WTMA.